Chapter 7 The Race is On Jamie, Webb, and Lacey drove the two hours south to Birmingham the day before the marathon and checked into the hotel that was only a couple of blocks from the starting line. Jamie had just finished getting dressed for dinner when she heard a knock on the door. She opened it to see Webb, looking more handsome than she wanted to admit, in a pale blue shirt, striped tie, and black pants, and holding an envelope. Despite them never having discussed seeing each other or never having gone on a date, she had a sudden urge to grab his tie and pull him into the room with her for the rest of the night. Hi, she breathed, then swallowed hard and got her thoughts back on track. This is for when we get back, he said, handing it to her. You deserve it, Doc. You've worked hard this year. She opened the envelope and saw it was a gift card for a spa in town. Hey, I've actually been meaning to give them a try, she said. Well, don't tell anybody, but I've been going for a massage once a month since I started running again. This old body needs a little extra work, I guess. This is really sweet of you, Webb, she said. Thank you. I could never have done all this without you. She impulsively gave him a tight hug, then reflexively pulled back. On the other hand, she thought, maybe I don't have to let go this time. She let her arms stay settled around his waist and her eyes meet his. He blinked in surprise, then smiled. Oh, you could have to, he said, wrapping his arms around her in return. You know you can do anything you set your mind to. Well, that's usually true, she replied, leaning into him again and resting her head on his chest. She exhaled softly. Was this really happening? Please don't let go, Webb, she thought. But not this, she continued, raising her head again. I needed someone else for this one. Someone I could rely on. Someone I could trust. Someone to push me to run faster, be better. And don't forget this was your idea in the first place. I guess all I needed was a partner. He stared at her, his arms still securely around her waist, and his eyes intense. I really like being your partner, he murmured easing his face closer to hers. His lips brushed her cheek and slowly moved toward her mouth. He paused again, hovering inches from her lips, when they heard the door start to open behind them. They quickly pulled apart just before Lacey emerged. She looked from one of them to the other. Y'all ready? she asked. Yeah, just let me get my bag, Jamie said trying not to sound so breathless as she glanced one more time into Webb's eyes that were starting to remind her of melted chocolate chips. We'll wait for you, he said, a smile slowly spreading across his face. The elevator was filled with other runners who were chatting about the next day, but they remained quiet as they rode it down to the packed restaurant. Her heart was still racing at how close they'd just been, and she took a long, slow breath as they got seated and ordered their drinks. They started to look over the menu, then Jamie put hers down. I don't know why I'm bothering. I always want a big plate of pasta before a long run like this. I know it's a cliche, but I still love it. Even though I'm not running, that actually sounds pretty good to me too, Lacey said. The server returned, and Webb handed him the menus. Might as well make it three, he said. Three plates of spaghetti, one without meatballs, another one without sauce, the third all the way. Are y'all ready for tomorrow? Lacey asked. Yeah, I think so, Jamie replied. Your dad could just wake up and run a marathon any day of the year, but he's trained me pretty well. She's being modest, Webb returned. Jamie was actually a really fast sprinter back in the day. Never could keep up with you, though, 
she said, and glanced at him as the server put the plates in front of them. You're setting the pace now, he replied, nudging her leg under the table and sending her heart into its maximal rate. Who gets the one without sauce? The server asked. I know it seems fast, but we always have a bunch of plates ready to go the day before the marathon. Lacey raised her hand. As Webb and Jamie dug into their plates of spaghetti, she layered hers with ketchup. Oh my goodness, Jamie said. Amanda does the same thing, ever since she was a little kid. I know, Lacey replied. We talked about that the first time we hung out after Thanksgiving. That was actually when I ended up telling her I was gay too. Jamie's fork froze in midair, and Lacey closed her eyes. Webb kept eating, then paused. He put his fork down and looked at Lacey curiously. Wait, I'm confused. Did you just say... Lacey took a deep breath and looked at Jamie, then back at Webb. I'm sorry, Daddy. I didn't mean for it to come out this way, but... I'm, well, I'm a lesbian. He exhaled loudly, then leaned back in his chair. I don't know what to say, Lace. This is a lot to process. Then he looked at Jamie. But you don't seem surprised at all. You knew about this? She glanced at Lacey, then nodded. He leaned toward Jamie, speaking more quietly. How could you keep this from me? How long have you known? Just since Christmas, she replied. Christmas? How many times have we run since then, and you didn't think to mention it once? It wasn't my story to tell, Webb, she said firmly. Lacey talked with me in confidence, and I wasn't going to betray that. You should have told me, he said, pushing back from the table. Daddy, I... Webb looked at Lacey again, threw his napkin beside his plate, and stormed out of the restaurant. Lacey's eyes filled with tears and Jamie squeezed her hand. It will be okay, I promise. Your dad will be fine. He loves you, and you've had more of an influence on him than you know. Really? Lacey asked, sniffling. Really? Now take a sip of water, text Libby or Amanda, and just go talk to him. Trust me on this one? Jamie raised her eyebrows, and Lacey nodded. She drank a sip of water and blinked back her tears. Thanks. I'm sorry. It's just that it felt like we were finally getting back to normal after everything with Mom. I thought I'd finally been able to forgive him for everything that happened with her, and... Now it seems like we're off track again, and I don't know how he's going to handle this. I know he doesn't think this is okay. She started to ask what Lacey needed to forgive him for when the girl continued. But thanks, Jamie, she said. It really means a lot that you've been so great through all of this. Of course, Jamie murmured as she stared at the three plates of untouched spaghetti, and Lacey stood and headed to the back of the dining room. I don't think your dad sees it that way, though. Webb hadn't stopped pacing around the room since he got back upstairs, and he couldn't make up his mind whether he was more upset about Lacey's revelation or Jamie's secrecy. Somehow, it had felt like a kick in the shins to hear that Jamie had known before he did and didn't tell him. The key clicked in the lock, and Lacey came in. His frustration dissolved a bit when he saw how nervous she looked. Hey, Daddy, she said, tucking one strand of her long, dark hair behind her ears. You okay to talk? Sure, baby. Come on in. Let's talk this out, he said, sitting on the edge of the bed. Lacey sat in the chair at the desk in the room and put both hands on her knees. So, she began, but trailed off. So this is kind of a big deal, he said. Yeah, I guess so, she replied. Can I ask, when did you decide? Or, I mean, how long have you known? 
Um, since about my sophomore year in high school, when all my friends kept getting more and more interested in guys, and I didn't. Lacey, you and I have had a lot of talks about, you know, current events and society and stuff, but we've also talked a lot about our faith. How does this reconcile with you? I mean, aren't you concerned you might be doing something wrong? She pursed her lips and nodded, her eyes filling with tears. It's been really, really hard, Daddy. Once I kind of figured out how I was feeling on the inside, I started praying God would change it, would change me. I prayed and prayed and prayed that He would take away all those feelings and He would make me not want, that He would make me what I thought was normal. For years, I prayed about it, but those feelings didn't go away. They just didn't. I totally get that, Webb muttered, pinching his eyebrows. She wiped her eyes and continued, but at the same time, I kept getting closer to him anyway, so I just kept talking to him about it. So you don't feel like you're giving up your faith? No, never. I knew I couldn't do that. My faith is the non-negotiable in my life. I just didn't know how it would work to have faith and still be me. But then when I got to college and started going to the Bible study there, learning more about God in all kinds of ways, I started thinking how Everything in our life has to fall under him, you know? Like, if you have a job, you're supposed to work like you're working for him, right? Yeah, that's right, he replied. So, if this is who I am, if this really was how I was created, then this is who I am under him, if that makes sense. So, I decided to make a promise to God that I would approach this in the same way, with the same principles, you know, as if I were dating guys. Like, I wouldn't do anything physical that would cross a line I didn't feel okay about. You've lectured me plenty of times about that one. And if this means he wants me to stay single, then I'm okay with that too. Other Christians that are dealing with this kind of fall into two beliefs about that, and I don't know for sure what I think yet. But whatever I do, I want him to call the shots. Does that make sense? It does, actually, he said marveling that she'd been processing this on her own for years. And to make sure I was on the right track with how I was thinking, I talked it over with Grana. What? Mama knows about this? Don't be mad at her either, Lacey gave him a small grin. I swore her to secrecy, and I kind of wanted to see what she thought everybody in town and at church would say. What did she think? he asked. Well, that's when she started that study that got her kicked out of church. I'm not sure I'd frame it exactly that way, he said. Yeah, maybe not, but it was a study written by a guy who's a gay Christian who lives out his faith as a gay man and is okay with that. It really helped me understand this better as far as like doctrine and stuff, what I believe and why. Grana said it would be her way of testing the waters, and I guess we saw they're not too welcoming yet, at least at our church. Webb nodded. I have to be honest, baby. That might be what worries me most for you. I have loved you since I first laid eyes on you, when I held your tiny little self in the hospital. I mean this. There's not a thing in the world you could do that would change that love. I don't want anything to come between us, and I love you no matter what. But other people, they can be harsh, especially about things like this. I don't want you to do anything wrong. I want to protect your faith. But more than that, I just want to protect you, and I don't want to see you get hurt. I don't want that either, Daddy, and... I know there are always going to be some people who disagree on things, this especially. So I'm really still trying to figure out 
what to share and when and with who. Please don't be mad at Jamie, though. Once Amanda knew, it felt really weird not to tell Jamie, since I see her all the time at school. And Amanda said she'd be supportive, and she was. She was so sweet about it. It's helped a lot to know she was in my corner. Webb broke out in a cold sweat. Wait, are you and Amanda? He couldn't finish the sentence. No, no, not at all, she said. We're just friends. She's been really kind and helped me talk through some things. I just don't want you to be mad at Jamie because I know y'all are friends, too. Lacey looked at her lap, then shrugged. Or something? We are friends. She's probably the best friend I've got, in fact. Webb frowned, his anger at Jamie's secrecy pushing aside the memory of holding her earlier that night. Like we talked about the other night, I'll tell you if anything changes, and I don't know if that's going to happen. Lacey looked back at him. Yeah, if it does, you'll give me a heads up first, she asked quietly. Yeah, I can do that. But will you promise me something too? She nodded. Keep praying about all this, he asked, and give me some time to process it. This is a big change for me, just as your dad. And I need some time to sit with it and talk to God about it, too. I don't, I don't know what I think about it just yet. Sure, she said, dropping her head. They sat in silence a moment. Then compassion filled his heart as he thought about what she must have been trying to navigate, mostly on her own, for the last several years. Wow, he exhaled, taking her hand. It's kind of a big deal that you're having to walk around and not tell anybody about this part of yourself. She nodded meeting his eyes again, hers full of tears. Yeah, it's like something that's, I don't know, like always there in the back of my mind. I get that too, he said softly, then stood. Come here, give your old man a hug. She jumped up and hugged him tightly around the waist. I love you, Daddy. I love you too, baby. No matter what else we both have to process and figure out, we'll start there, okay? I love you. The next morning, Webb stood beside Jamie as the gun fired to start the marathon. The crowd started to spread out, and they began their long trek through the rolling streets of Birmingham. It was icy cold, and they had more layers on than they'd worn on previous runs. It was still freezing, but he knew they'd warm up as the morning went on. Or at least the weather would. After what seemed like a mile of silence, she finally spoke. Still mad? Yep. Not at Lacey, I hope. He felt his expression soften as he remembered their conversation the night before. No, of course not. We talked. It was a lot to take in, but I love her. I sure didn't expect this, but we'll have to figure it out, what this means for our family now. I guess you know how that goes, Amanda, too. He glanced at her again, hair pulled back and her head topped with a Yale toboggan, her breath coming out in cold puffs of steam. Yeah, she replied. I've actually been really proud of her, how she's handled everything. It was a surprise, but like Lacey, his expression hardened as he thought again about the initial conversation the previous night, how Jamie had had months to tell him about this. Almost as long as he'd had to tell her his feelings about her, he thought, then immediately pushed that aside. I still think you should have told me, he interrupted. It wasn't my place, she insisted. What is your place? he demanded, suddenly as angry again as he'd been the previous night. What? What do you mean? 
You knew I wouldn't just be cool with this. I mean, I love her, and I think we ended things fine last night. But you know my faith, my background, how this isn't just... Yeah, I did, she frowned at him. And I mean, fine, okay. Maybe that's part of the reason I didn't want to say anything about Amanda or Lacey. I know how people can be in small towns. What, with our small mindsets and outdated beliefs? I didn't say that. You didn't have to, he said. I know you've thought it a long time, probably why you left in the first place. Okay, fine, she repeated. Maybe I do think that to an extent, and I didn't want your daughter or mine hurt by those outdated mindsets. I was trying to protect both of them. Protect them from me, you mean? No, she protested. I mean, maybe, or partly, anyway. I don't know, and I didn't know for sure what you would think about it. You've said yourself how old-fashioned you can be, and I mean, you've never lived anywhere else, or... Well, if we're so small and outdated and holding you back, why are you even still here? He asked. I'm starting to wonder that myself, she said. Why am I still here, Webb? It's not like anyone's holding me here. It's not like anyone's asked me to stay or given me a solid reason not to go. I haven't signed my contract for next year yet. Maybe I should just run like you always do. You know what? I thought you were different but I should have known. I couldn't count on you at all. Turns out you're just like Hank. He couldn't walk a straight line and apparently neither can you. They glared at each other, then ran in silence again. Jamie finally glanced up at him, and his heart flipped in his chest as he looked into her wide blue eyes, which made him even angrier with himself. Why couldn't he just be mad at her? Why had he never been able to put aside his feelings for her? And why couldn't he let go of all the guilt and just let himself be with her? He felt like there was a fist in his chest and fire in his shoes. Well, you know what? I guess I finally get what you mean about running being a way to take out your frustration, he said, speeding up. Hey, hang on a minute, she called, trying to match his pace. Slow down! But he couldn't slow down. He just felt like he needed to keep pushing himself, harder and harder, around the other runners and up the steep inclines. Before he realized it, he was too far ahead for her to catch up and it was too crowded for him to turn around and find her. As he finished the race, someone threw a space blanket around his shoulders, and he spotted Lacey. Waving at her as the crowd was roaring, he grabbed a cup of water and a banana from one of the well-stocked tables. I'm heading on to the hotel, he called. You wait here for Jamie. How'd y'all get separated? she yelled. It's just hard to stay on pace together sometimes, he shouted back. That afternoon, they drove the two hours home in an awkward silence, and he went to church as usual that evening, sliding into the pew beside Libby and picking up a bulletin. How'd the marathon go? she asked, flipping through her own bulletin. Fine, he replied. Lacey and I got a chance to talk. He tossed the paper down beside him. She told me. About her. Ah, Libby replied returning her bulletin to the back of the pew in front of her and turning to face Webb. Can't decide if I'm mad at you for not telling me, or relieved you handled everything so well. They stared at each other for a minute, his jaw throbbing. Leaning toward relieved. She gave him a small smile, and he bent toward her. Listen, though, he whispered. Does this not concern you? About her faith, you know, that she's wrong somehow about this. I mean... I think I did okay talking with her in the moment. I didn't come down hard on her or anything, but just between us, I kind of don't know what to think here. This is something I always had a black and white view on, and now this is making me question it. I'm real concerned. To be honest, I didn't know what to think at first either, 
Libby replied, whispering in return. But I know Lacey. I know she loves the Lord, and I know I love her. He nodded. I just worry for her, he continued. Not only that she's wrong on this, but also that it's going to make her life harder, you know? Like, what if she gets married one day? What will that be like at holidays? I have no idea how the rest of the family's going to react. He rubbed his eyebrows and sank into the pew. This felt impossible to process. You're right, though, he admitted. No one can deny that kid loves the Lord. Exactly, Libby said. So what I ended up doing was just diving in and reading about it and praying about it, asking God to guide me and her too. I'm still learning, but there's a lot here to consider. People have been writing about it and discussing it, and it's more of a nuanced issue than you might think when it comes to our faith. The world has changed a lot from how I grew up. You too, old man. She elbowed him and grinned as the service started. So here's what I decided, she continued. We love God, we love each other, and that's our foundation. Whatever other conclusions we end up coming to, we start from there. He nodded and turned his attention to the front. At least he seemed to have been on the right track there. As the first song was ending, Jamie walked in and continued past the Brock pew where she usually sat to one further down on the right. Webb's brow furrowed as he watched her, his throat tight. Just one more thing to feel guilty about. Libby raised her eyebrows at him, and he shook his head. He was still angry Jamie hadn't told him about Lacey, but he also felt like an idiot for leaving her at the marathon and for not telling her his own feelings long before that. He'd been afraid to say anything, and now he was somehow afraid to apologize. He didn't think she'd forgive him anyway, not after what he'd said. She'd taken a chance on him, and he'd let her down. He felt as paralyzed as he had when she first came back home. Maybe he really had lost his chance again this time, he thought, a pit in his stomach growing as he dropped his eyes to the pew in front of him.